0: Hey, you guys. Welcome back to the Estonian Experience with Stu and Jay. I'm Jason. I'm Stuart. And we are here with another great special guest, uh, the most beautiful and talented, Lelep. And I hope I'm saying your name correctly.
1: Absolutely perfect.
0: All right. Great, great, great. Uh, Before we start, I wanted to remind you that please check us out on uh, all social media, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Instagram, as well as follow us wherever you can get this podcast.
2: And we are right now in the beautiful, wonderfully talented Richter studio here in downtown Tallinn in the country called Estonia because this is the Estonian experience. I should shut up and give it back to you. Yeah. Let's introduce our guest once terrific, again talk about Perfect.
0: Like I said before, we have the talented Trin and I would like to talk to you about yourself. Trin, tell us who you are.
1: Well, what, is, what a surprising question. <laughs> I expected it, actually. So I'm a Estonian. But been living uh, many years abroad, actually 13 years. So I've been um, doing a lot of things in other countries. And now I've, I came back, let's say, one year ago. And I'm back in Estonia. I'm singing opera. I'm singing pop. I'm singing musical. I'm doing films. I'm writing a book. Um, I've been doing many things.
0: Wow, extremely busy.
2: Well, oh, where did you live in uh, for 13 years outside of Estonia? So your time outside of Estonia is what interests me most. Yes, yes, <laughs> I thought, Estonian. I
1: wanted to start to tell, yeah, I was there and there, and I said, wait, it's an Estonian experience, so I should No, no, so no, no but you up. are
0: Estonian, so tell <laughs> us your experience.
1: So my experience, actually. Uh, I think it was very important for me when I when I finished my school. I thought, oh, Estonia sucks. You know, it's a small country. Oh, <laughs> I cannot be here. It's too boring here. You know, and uh, then I went to Finland. It's not actually much bigger, but still five times bigger. You know, guys, it's still five times better. (laughs) I thought so. So I went to Finland. I was studying their music. Then after this, I went to um, Germany for three years. And uh, I thought, oh, it's even more bigger. And uh, after that, I finished in Paris, in France, because this was actually my main goal. When I was already um, in high school, I had a dream to go to Paris, to live in Paris one day. So actually this was the like um, goal of my life.
0: So I'm assuming from all the countries that you just mentioned, uh, France was the best, uh, or you experienced the best? Uh,
1: mm, actually it's difficult to say. I loved Finland, but absolutely I must say, sorry Finnish people, it's so terrible, dark, and so cold.
2: <laughs> She's no sorry. You're talking about the people or the weather?
1: But the people are so good and so good heart, really. Uh, They're a little bit, you know, distance, but when they start to love you, they love you. They are so uh, positive and really loving people very positive but the weather was so terrible that i i actually if i'm thinking about uh, this time i was mainly in depression or let's say i don't know if it was depression but very very tired couldn't open my eyes i remember i was going to the lamp shop where it was a lot of lights and i was like just looking at this light and i was like <laughs> oh, my eyes are opening after many, many months.
2: So this was like a depression that's only in the winter. So like yes. seasonal affective depression yes, uh, yes. disorder. Yeah. Uh, affectionately called SAD, S-A-D. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, it uh, was. How,
2: how, how would it be
0: different in the depression or the darkness in Estonia, for example?
1: Well, that's a good question because I've been here now one year back. And let's say um, I'm starting to be already now a little bit tired so it might be quite the same in Estonia, oh no, but I hope it's a little bit better. Time to move
0: to Spain now this time, I guess.
1: Yes, yes, there's, yes.
2: There's so much more light in Estonia than Finland, it's like at least five minutes longer every day.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think this uh, <laughs> this makes a difference.
2: But I'm, I'm curious about your time in uh, Paris, you were in Paris yes, for yes. how long?
1: For I was a year, seven years. Or?
2: Seven years, okay, yes. so you speak French, I assume. Yes, yes. Oh, très bien, j'ai fait mes études en Provence. Oh,
1: c'est super, <laughs> on peut parler en français. Wait, oui, oui. wait, non, non, non. c'est. He will understand a little.
2: Ah, he will understand. But the people listening, uh, I, I studied in southern France and we just said something that Jason wouldn't understand. He actually ah, does actually, speak I, a little French. Yeah, I do actually.
1: Uh, we wanted to speak secret language, but it didn't work. You out. can speak
2: Estonian. <laughs> French ah,
1: is Oh, yes, Estonian. Yeah. But I loved Paris. I loved uh, France. Uh, I loved also Germany. I, I find the people are so nice there and beautiful uh, countryside, beautiful nature, beautiful cities and uh, and France, I find that maybe the pa- maybe Paris is so beautiful, maybe people are less beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so it's um, I mean um, they are very, um, Let's say it's maybe not so cliche, but maybe they're a little bit arrogant and very, very rushy and uh, we must do everything and very nervous.
0: I think from my experience, for example, one of the things I always, uh, because I love going to Paris, actually, we've gone almost every year for the past five years. And uh, I realized that if I speak Spanish, they are nicer to me than if I speak English. So that's yeah. one of the reasons I always try to talk Spanish, because, you know, Spain is right in the neighbors and everything. Yes. But they could be a little stubborn. They could be a little bit... Uh,
2: Full of themselves, I will say. When I'm in Paris, I speak French to them, and they are absolutely fine with me. Yeah, of course.
1: (laughs) Yeah, speaking French is a good idea in (laughs) Paris, yes. Well,
0: that's about the only time when I speak French when I'm there, so I have no other choice.
2: Well, every time I'm in Tallinn, I absolutely, you know, can't speak Estonian because nobody here does. No, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so
2: many, so many foreigners here, uh, and and by that I'm, I mean uh, me and him. Yeah, almost, <laughs> Yeah.
0: But that's one of the reasons I don't speak Estonian fluently because every time I try to speak Estonian, you know, Estonians actually speak very good English, so they so they
1: change uh, immediately. They're like, yeah. oh,
0: okay, so an accent. I speak English. I don't.
2: Throughout. I don't have that problem. Sorry to interrupt. Maybe maybe it's like the strength of the accent. Like maybe you have a stronger accent. Um, but when I when I speak Estonian, people actually ask me to slow down.
1: Really? Uh, because
2: I do have an accent. I have no, a very pra- strong pra- accent. Pra- Hold on. I do have an accent, but I just speak very quickly in Estonian, and so they have trouble like l- deciphering my accent and listening to what I'm actually saying. Oh. Näiteks ma ja siis ma I siis ma Ja
1: yeah, but uh, it, it's fine. It's very perfect, very beautiful. Both, both for you, bravo! Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have Muchos question. Quitos.
0: Muchos ah, quitos. <laughs> okay, I have
1: question for you because for me, Estonian, I think it's so difficult language. You must be really like uh, crazy to learn it <laughs> because uh,
0: I think Stuart's been here for twenty plus years. Twenty-three, yep. and uh, uh, from my experience, he speaks very good. Uh, mine is more like a B one kind of mm-hmm. level. Um, but it has been really, really difficult to learn, mainly because of the reason that I don't get to practice. I speak with uh, English all day at work. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, everyone here speaks English very well. So there has been a lot of words where I'm like, how the freak am I going to say this? And I'm like, there's no way I'm going to ever learn it. In <laughs> fact, when I moved here, I for me, it was more like, might as well be watching uh, Chinese television. Because I was like, I, there's no fucking way I can learn this language. So now it's been a lot more easier since... The, I adapt my ear to it. So, yes. well, I
2: think the most important word that you would need to learn in, in Estonian is something that helps keep you up at a drink. Uh, it's, it's called koff, it's a Finnish beer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but what, you, know, you speak uh, French and Estonian. Do you speak any other language as well? Um, English.
1: No, I speak English. Oh, yeah, yes. Uh, well. Wow, she oh. speaks English also, guys. But, uh, but also Finnish and German. And Finnish very well, German, I already start to forget a little bit.
2: But that's all? You only speak five languages?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would like I'm to... always
2: very surprised at how Estonians are such amazing polyglots. But she we have, have to time. do it,
1: we have to do it. For me, uh, I see uh, some maybe uh, people living here in Estonia all life and not learning this language. When I went to Finland, I said, oh my god, I stay here just a few years, why I should learn the language? Uh, it's. I thought it's similar, but actually it's not at all, when, you, when you're really in and you want to learn it then it's complicated also and then I was like oh I'm not going to learn it but I felt such a like um, so bad really so so uh, terrified about the world that I don't understand I look what says this I don't understand what is this what says the newspaper (laughs) I don't understand I felt like so cut off that I had to learn it.
0: What is the level of English uh, with the Finnish people exactly in the country? Like, that, like, for example, like here, I will say, like,
2: like in you're, the cities or in the countryside. In, this, in the
0: city, for example, okay. if you're in Tallinn, ninety nine percent of the chance you can bump into somebody that speaks English. If you're, you know, a younger than forty five years old, I will say.
1: I think uh, in Finland it's same. Okay. I think a lot of people speak very good English. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's interesting, interesting, but
1: not in France, really, and in German. Wow, super accent, beautiful English, and you go to France, and this is a very good thing. I think is a very good. I speak very, very good.
2: I think you are absolutely correct. I've always been told that in France, everybody is to must, made to have to study the English.
0: If but, they, anyb- but they do not want to <laughs> if anybody's listening NSA. to us in France please forgive us forgive, <laughs> us. <laughs> but
1: forgive us but the problem is I, I wrote the book my Paris so I wrote even about uh, my theory about English so I don't remember if they have one English uh, lesson per week and that's only grammar so they don't have really uh, experience to speak it you know that's the problem
0: I think that's the same thing in Latin America I mean I uh, growing up in Costa Rica for example uh, I didn't learn English until I was like uh, late my late teens, mainly because everything that came into the movies and TV and everything was in Spanish.
1: Yeah. So there's
0: no, there was never usage of of the language or interaction with people that spoke English at all. So
1: French also, you go to movie theater, it's all uh, in French. They will make translations and... Uh, dub. They, yes, th- dub. They dub yeah, the movies. Yeah, 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 I
2: think that's so harmful because, okay, yeah. number one, you're not getting exposure to a foreign language. Number two, you could be getting extra practice reading. I mean, who reads nowadays? Who reads books nowadays? Uh-huh. They, unless yeah. it's like *Minu Paris by yeah. Petrona <laughs> <laughs> you know, who, who reads a book these who, days? Who,
0: who read that
1: Whereas
2: Estonians, they, they have to get exposed to Finnish, German, French, whatever, English mm. on, on TV, the movies. And they get to read Estonian and Russian subtitles. Yes. And so everybody here, even though they don't speak Russian maybe, they definitely they, can read it. Yeah. They're exposed to it. But in Western Europe, they just remove this exposure, and I think that's actually very damaging to the education Absolutely. system. Absolutely. I
0: mean, of course, you, we can't compare the sizes of you know, Estonia with Germany, for example. But uh, it's actually very beneficial for Estonians, and I really appreciate that myself to be able to communicate with them easily. And, of course, I have two kids here, so I want to make sure that they can actually be exposed to that and learn this language. They speak three languages already so far, so yeah. that's something that I can value.
1: Yes.
2: You have two kids here. How many do you have in other places?
0: (coughs) Sorry. (laughs) 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 Honey, if you're listening, (laughs) we have to talk about something. (laughs) 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 But So so you are a singer. I loved it. Actually, we worked together on a project and a movie that we recently uh, made. And uh, I I knew you were talented since the moment I saw you screaming, no, whatever you was when I was being killed. But, uh, (laughs) But I'd love to hear more about your singing career, if it's okay with you.
1: Absolutely. I was actually, this was a very difficult part for me, the screaming, no, because I'm a singer and I was like, no, I don't want to lose my voice. Scream, no. I'm like, no, no, it's not screaming. Scream, no. And I always was like, okay, good, I still can talk. Very good, very good. I didn't lose my voice. But yes um first and mainly i'm a singer um i stu- I studied classical singing and um in Paris I was singing in operas and i was um in um near Bordeaux, we are having orchestra and we're doing concerts, and uh, this is all classical music. But uh, then I start to also um, feeling very interested about um, a style like Sarah Brightman and Andrea Bocelli, oh, yes. I was thinking, oh my God, I love it so much. Every day I go at home, I put Sarah Brightman playing and I don't listen opera, so maybe it's a problem. And I said, okay, yeah, it can be a problem. I should do it, maybe, if I love it to listen. And so I started to um, like create my own music style. So now I'm... It's called uh, maybe like a classical crossover.
0: Mm, Interesting. I think when when we talk about Sarah Brightman, I will uh, just kind of collaborate a little bit on this. Um, That was the first time that I ever heard an actual singer singing this kind of opera music that was uh, captivating by me. I was captivated by her music, but mainly because she, she sang in different languages. And I was very blown away by that. So yeah. she has, like, Spanish, she has a couple of songs yeah. in Spanish and Italian and Russian. So I, I, I asked, what well, basically the way they, this kind of music was introduced to me.
2: Um, I actually know who Sarah Brightman is because she was the original lead on Phantom of the Opera in the original 1987 yes. Broadway yes. musical. I love yes. that. And I went on a school trip. Uh, to New York City and the thing that we were studying was theater and you know live entertainment stuff like that yes. and we actually got to go into the Phantom of the Opera set <gasps> when they were building it Lucky. before it, never, it hadn't even debuted yet
1: Oh my God. Wow. and
2: so somewhere I have a photo of the incomplete Phantom of the Opera set and the, the chandelier is like oh, it's, it's oh not even listed, uh, lifted all the way up it's, it was just an amazing experience I went
0: to see it in Broadway and it was uh, David Hasselhoff singing as the whatever Phantom and I was quite okay but I would love to see her uh, at the show as well. David
2: Hasselhoff as Yes,
0: he was also in Dr. Jackal and Mr. Hyde as well. He's quite an interesting character.
2: <laughs> yeah, okay, David Hasselhoff as the Phantom. Yeah. All well, right.
0: people really find him annoying. I think he's, I kind of liked him when he was in the 80s with the whole Knight Rider show. But talking about annoying, are you able to tell us a little bit about, in your life, is there anybody like, that you really find annoying and you have to deal with him or her on a daily basis. You don't have to tell a name, of course, but is there anybody in your life with at work, or uh, family, that you really can't stand even looking at uh, that person?
1: Can I do a nasty joke? Uh, of course. You guys, you <laughs> both.
2: Actually, that so was going to be probably annoyed. his answer. Ah, uh, okay. You didn't see it, but I was pointing both fingers at myself. Yes, <laughs> yes, I saw, but
1: I wanted to st- say still you both guys. <laughs> but, uh, okay, it's... um. Actually, it's a question and that is very important for me because I feel, um, yeah, maybe not often, but yeah, time to time, I feel that, oh, my God, this is so annoying. And then I get, but I know already that actually I am annoying myself. So the problem is inside me. And I'm not, I'm not okay with me. I'm not happy. I'm not calm. I'm not uh, chill. And then everybody starts to annoy me. So I go, uh, I go meditate a little bit, think, feel, uh, breathe. And then I said, oh, my God, why I felt this person annoying? He's so cute or she's so nice. So actually, I think no.
2: <laughs> no. How uh, yeah. about you, Stuart? Oh, I definitely have one. Uh, he's my roommate, actually. Uh, so he, he's like the, the guy's like kind of like a stalker. He follows me around. He's just so fucking annoying all the time. <laughs> Not me. Don't you know, look when, at me. <laughs> when I when I make food, I he doesn't sure. like it. When when he makes food, you know, I say I like it, and he doesn't believe me. It was like this constant argument, and and he, he always calls me nicknames, and you know, he insults me and makes jokes, and he he like does bad things to the cat. The cat hates being in the microwave. I have learned from this this guy. Oh, no. <laughs> and, and then you know, I, I get out of the shower and look in the mirror, and there he is again. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> He's everywhere. It's,
1: it's everywhere. I, yeah. I, I know. I know the feeling.
0: Yeah. Actually, the, the reason I asked that question is because uh, a couple of years back I had a, a co-worker from De- uh, Denmark and the guy was extremely friendly with me. He always tried to like please me, always tried to make, please me, did you hear that? Always tried to be nice with me <laughs> and I fucking hated his guts. I don't know wow. why. I really don't know why. Um, just by looking at him, I, I felt like I was gonna just wanted to punch him in the face. Really? We were together for several years. I never told him that. Hopefully, he will not know who he is right now. But uh, yeah, I really didn't. Uh, until this point, I really don't know why I hated him. So uh, that's what I was kind of curious. Like, do you have anybody in your life like that? So I Maybe. think
2: Stuart has me, though. No, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm not gonna say that publicly. Good grief! <laughs> <laughs> no, there, there is literally nobody who annoys me. Uh, um, I, I get The only way that I get pissed off at people is if I know that they're specifically trying to piss me off. Oh, that's me. And the, And I get angry at them because why would you try to do that to someone?
1: Yes. Otherwise,
2: yeah. if somebody's annoying, I just take it in stride, you know? Take well, you a know, pill, in, in my defense,
0: I never actually told him and never really, it was. I was never nasty to the guy also. You know, mm. I, he was very nice. I just could not bear to see the guy. I don't know mm. why. He never that's did anything to me. Never did it. It was just the vibe. Never did anything bad to me. We, he was very helpful, very nice to me a lot of times. We're still actually in touch. He still calls me when he comes to Tallinn. He doesn't live here anymore. And I was like, why do I hate
2: this guy? Why do, why, why do I feel like that? So. I, th- I think there is one guy who actually annoys the living fuck out of me, and I think you probably know him too, both of you. He's the guy who walks in the middle of the aisle at the grocery store <laughs> without giving you enough room to pass on either side, or he he walks just slowly enough that you want to pass him, but just fast enough that you can't.
1: <laughs> yeah, I hate this guy.
2: Okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry.
1: Yeah, maybe, you know, this guy, uh, if I would give a spiritual point of view, maybe there's something annoying in him that it's actually annoying in yourself. I, you know, I, I've, I've been thinking about those things now. I think
0: you might be right because uh, I actually spoke to a couple of people about this. People that are actually very spiritual as well. And they said there might be, there's something that kind of reflects on you. Yes. And you might don't like the way you, I don't know exactly what it was. But for me, it's kind of I been mean, strange because... I never felt like that about anyone in the past and never again uh, so far. No, never again so far, you know. so. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's very, very strange, though. One of the things, for example, now I got a new job. And I, um, right now we started working together f- with a bunch of different people for about a month and a half now. And is I find it difficult to kind of, like, make myself... Different and kind of learn from my own mistakes in the past with co workers, especially because you know, I, people think that you know you go to work to be, have friends, but you actually just go to work to work, and that's why I want to kind of limit myself right now. We recently went to the movies together, and uh, we I had a hard time because we went to see Dune, this movie. I don't know if you know if you have seen it so far. Everyone absolutely loved it, and I fucking hated it. <laughs> have you had that experience, guys?
2: Yeah, I, I remember I watched the original Dune, and I loved it, and everybody else fucking hated it. <laughs> and then I saw the second Dune, and I hated it, and everybody else loved it. Now I haven't seen the third Dune yet. Don't. But it's a remake. There, there are like six books in the, in the trilogy of four. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know why they keep remaking the same movie instead of six make books. a fucking sequel already. Yeah. <laughs> they just keep remaking the original book by Frank Herbert. But um, yeah, uh, any kind of TV show like How I Met Your Mother... Or uh, what do you, what's that one, uh, the the one about the physicists? Uh the Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. Yeah, I've tried watching these several times and they're so predictable. How Both funny? Of
0: shows you mentioned I absolutely loved, but the thing that... <laughs> I, one of the things, the funny thing is like, um, like Breaking Bad. Everybody talks about Breaking Bad. Oh, the best show ever. I watched the first episode, I fell asleep. It was so boring. I just couldn't engage to the show. So, have you had that experience?
1: I had this experience, but not with uh, films, because uh, maybe I'm not watching so much films. I don't have any TV. They rarely go to cinema. I like to do it, but not to watch it. But I was once in theater with my father. And... um, Everybody was like, oh, bravo, bravo, bravo. And I was like, oh, my God, it's so disgusting. It's terrible. It's horrible. And I was like to my father, "Mom, oh, we must go. Let's go. It's terrible. It's terrible. And I was like so angry there. And, you know, and then uh, after, you know, even I didn't wait the second half of it. I just uh, after, I don't know, 15 minutes, I was like now we go. And then I just went away, you know, like uh, not even like, uh, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was like, I
0: like, want my money back. Yeah, yeah I was like very <laughs> angry
1: and thought, what, you do this stupid theater? And then I went away and I was really angry on everybody. This was an annoying moment.
0: How old were you? If you don't mind me to ask, like, were you a young kid? Were you an adult already? Don't have to tell me exactly.
2: That. Two? <laughs> no. It was last week. It was it, last week.
1: It was a few months ago. Oh. Uh,
2: yeah. I feel the exact same way about Shakespeare. <laughs> So let's, let's not limit your question to movies or film. How about writers? Like everybody says uh, the bard. Shakespeare is the greatest writer ever. And I think he's severely overrated. You say, oh, yeah, he writes in, I'm a pentameter and he can rhyme. But, you know, I can find it easy to write like that. It's not really so difficult. You just say something that rhymes with that. <laughs> 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 and I kind of did it no, I can't really do it on the spot you have to sit down and think about it but it's not that hard to do and it's not that an amazing a story that he came up with i well, so.
0: happen to agree I think uh, I think maybe the repetitive stuff when when you know it has been so overplayed I think in, in history not only his, uh, th- his, um, his um, writings or whatever but also he's been overplayed on the movies that you cannot kind of Mm. L- learn to hate it. Exactly,
2: and his, his stories are so boring and predictable. Like Romeo and Juliet, every single time I see it, it ends the same way. Yes, they're both die. <laughs> You'd think they would learn by now, good grief, it's amazing. Uh, okay, so uh, we were talking about uh, opera and Phantom of the Opera earlier, and I actually fell in love with opera because of, uh, what was her name again? No. Sarah Brightman. <laughs> Wait, no, Sarah Brightman. Uh, I, I fell in love with opera because of that, so I don't actually like classical music, like orchestras and stuff, it's okay. But I actually really do get moved by opera. And I became kind of fascinated by Phantom of the Opera because three years later when I was in the high school chorus, we ended up singing almost the entire soundtrack
1: uh, for for two different years.
2: And so I loved it. And then when I actually was in Paris before I lived in southern France, I found that opera house where the story originated from. Yes,
1: Carnier. I've been in there.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have photos of it. And I picked a lock and went into the basement because there were no other tourists there. And no, I, really? I, yeah, you did? There's like an underground sewer or a waterway. That stuff is real. Like, it's based on reality. I've wow. been there. I
1: know, but how did you get in? Oh well, they my they God. just said,
2: like, well, yeah, the thing's open, but nobody else, there are no tours or anything, no guide, so you can so just uh, walk in. So you can just walk in? <gasps> well, no, you have to buy a ticket, but she let me in. Wow! And then uh, there was literally nobody in there. And there's a there's a door like on the back side of the stage, and it was locked. And I just picked it and walked around backstage. And amazing! Uh, I found a staircase. You know, went down a couple levels, and I walked for about I don't know half a kilometer and came up in some random abandoned building.
1: Oh my in, god! In
2: the middle of Paris. Because
1: yes, it's all true. It's all uh, really paced uh, story. So mm-hmm. I think
0: we got a phone ringing.
1: Yeah! Oh my god! It
0: might be mine. <laughs> Guys, the phone is ringing. Should we answer? What do you think?
1: Oh, hello, father. No, <laughs> I cannot answer now. I'm sorry.
2: Bloody hell.
1: Bloody Can- hell.
0: It has stopped. Finally.
2: Yes. Anyways. With modern cell phone technology, if, oh if the person God. doesn't answer within three rings, they're not going to answer him. Yeah, hey, yeah get off me, yeah. man. So, you're an, you're an opera singer. This guy likes to sing. I'm wondering if you can give him any singing tips I
0: am not a singer <laughs> but I love to sing if you could teach him how to sing just one note I am not a singer, I can stress this enough
2: in an operatic fashion
0: yes, please uh, okay, let's do Phantom of the Opera I think I like that, uh, it's very challenging uh, oh the Sarah yes. Brightman and I think I watched the Sarah Brightman and um, what's his name uh, Antonio, Antonio Banderas. Oh, yes. That's one of my favorites. So
1: yes, he's a very good actor and he's yes, his good voice in this role. And,
0: uh, yes. Um, what would you recommend or how would you even teach someone like me who has no singing experience but loves to sing uh, mostly in the shower uh, how to sing or even begin to sing opera?
2: And ironically, that's where I hear you sing the most. No, I'm just
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when he's watching my back. <laughs> 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 or should
2: I be washing your back?
0: anyway train. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um. So. I don't
0: know. Give us a, a note that I might be able to sing. You know. Uh, I, I'm. I guess I'm like a tenor. I guess I'm not quite sure. I
1: think. I think you're tenor.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I knew that much. Hello. Yes.
1: So you're not for Phantom of the Opera. Phantom of Damn the it. Opera was baritone. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Did I ruin your life?
0: No, <laughs> you might not. No, no. I, I mean I'm not gonna audition to be a phantom of the opera kind of singer. But I'm more like I would like to know. Well, let's hear you sing a little bit. Can we? Can you say do something to us?
2: But don't don't sing directly into the mic.
0: Yeah, just to okay. the side.
1: but maybe um hmm, maybe I would need some. Uh, maybe I would need some. Um, piano or something, like um, on my yeah, mobile phone no, or something, piano. I don't know, I don't know. We what have could a we
0: sing? Uh, uh, Mr. Technician. We oh.
1: have we have the, um, what do you need, like a key? Karaoke like a version, you know.
0: Ah, can we have some karaoke version on the screen? Maybe we can do that. Uh,
1: this, uh, maybe this, uh, uh, let's
0: see. Sure, he said. Wow.
2: No, this. he said sura which means sure. die. Oh shit. Oh, die. <laughs> Suriyara.
1: You know. Da 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 this da. da
0: one. da 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 I can't sing.
1: So uh, it's uh, it's just. um
0: you can sing a scale if you want, don't worry me. Oh, it's coming, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Phantom, Phantom of the, opera, of the soundtrack.
1: opera, karaoke. In
0: the meantime, would you guys be so kind and tell us exactly where are you listening oh, from? Oh, the
1: third one. Third one. Oh,
0: this is nice. This is nice. Uh, we are curious to see so you can tell us right away where are you guys are listening from? Oh uh, Rocky!
1: <coughs> continue when I when I, when <coughs> I see my part
2: I can and somebody, try and I, I, I don't know you want to it a shot I can try
1: in sleep he sang to me and dreams he came that voice which calls to me and speaks my name and do I dream again for now I find the phantom of the upper eyes there, inside my mind. Wow. Now it's up to you. I'll give it a shot. There you go.
0: Where did you go? Sing once again with me, our strange duet. (laughs)
1: Good. Awesome. My
0: power over you grows stronger
2: yeah Stuart. And though you turn from me to glance behind. Hey, together, together. The phantom of the
0: upper rise there inside, inside your, your
1: mind. mind. Baby. <laughs> Okay, that's great. That's great, guys. That's amazing. (laughs) That was good. That was good.
0: Okay, Great, Mike. That's good. That's good. <laughs> no more singing for us. <laughs> oh
1: my God, this was amazing. <laughs> well,
0: it's kind of fun because we, uh, we all love this uh, specific this song. Piece, yes. so, uh, I didn't
2: yes. know I could still sing that high because I was actually a second bass in chorus. Yeah, I'm not
0: it's, a singer. I'm not an uh, opera singer for sure. Like low stuff. You, know? you. Yeah, it was. Yeah.
1: Uh, it's it's difficult.
0: But you were amazing. For men, mm-hmm. you were amazing.
1: But for a woman, it's so uh, It's so uh, Low, so it's also <laughs> typical. You know.
2: <laughs> Amazing, amazing. Well, you know, I'm blown away by what, what I just heard. Okay. It, it but do you have like a singing technique that you might be able to teach one of us? Yes, that would be great to know. Great to know. Like, uh, for example, okay, we've already seen our singing talents. Um, <laughs> talents, yeah. I know was, do, you, do you know how to do circular breathing?
1: Circular breathing? I think this is the thing the monks or somebody who is, you know... Uh, uh, That's
2: throat singing, maybe. No. You're okay. Going, wow, wow, that thing. There's, a, there's a way, supposedly. I've never been able to do it, and I've seen videos on how to do it, but I can't figure it out. Where you, you have the sound coming out. Yeah. You don't miss a note, but meanwhile you're able to inhale. Yes, yes, a little yes, bit, yes, yes. But uh, it still sounds like one continuous note. Yeah, can I can you do that. N-
1: no. Okay. And I have no idea how they do that. For me, it's mystery.
2: Can you do that? No, absolutely not. I've tried many times.
1: I think it's, uh, it's very special technique. I have no idea about. I, it. I can
2: do that when I'm blowing air out of a straw. Underwater, you know, because I, I can blow from my lungs and then temporarily blow with my cheeks while I'm inhaling with my nose above the water, of course mm-hmm. Yeah Don't ask why I know this, but I can blow through a straw for like, I don't know, 10 minutes, you know, I, I just get bored, but uh,
0: <laughs> Yeah, we all know that you can blow now um, So, question, like, how do you get into music? I mean, it's something that you actually felt from early age or Because I love music, but obviously, as you guys heard already, I'm not a singer So, I mean, I believe people is born with different talents. Obviously, yours is one of them is uh, singing. How, when did you discover that you were you wanted to sing for a living?
1: For example, right now, I would say, at your case and any other case, that uh, we all have voices. And even if we don't have a musical air, it doesn't matter because it's it's working process, what gives it. But... Uh, the most important thing is um, if we are really attracted to this thing.
0: Mm-hmm. So, um, so passion, basically.
1: Really, really much passion. You must, because there are a lot of people who said they are three years old and they say, oh, I want to be a singer. Or they are 33 and they say, oh, I wanted to be a singer. Or they're 63 and they say, oh, I wanted to be a singer in this life, but I didn't do that. So there are a lot of people who say this, but it's, and then I say, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We all love singing but it's actually so much more to it it's so much um, commitment work passion and you do it every day and you and many many years i decided uh, for myself that i want to be a singer i was 3 years old so from this it didn't change okay i did sometimes or also theatre i loved so it was those two together but i always did this thing Whatever how difficult it was, uh, I always continued.
0: I think one of the things I love about uh, singing specifically is that it's more than just singing. It's, it's actually a language. That's the way I feel. I feel connected with uh, listening to certain music or most music, even regardless of the of the language that I'm listening to. You know, the, the connection, the vibration, the feeling the, yeah. that you get when you hear this song. You know, for example, certain specific song you hear like, I wonder what this person was Um, feeling when he or she was writing this song or when they are performing this song so
1: yeah i think i think it's actually about um when i talk to singers or uh, some other artists and also me myself um i cannot live without music it's like number one in my life my art, my, my passion is number one. But for the other people who enjoy it as a as a hobby, or uh, then it's just we love it. It's so nice, but that's it.
0: I'm know? glad that we actually took the chance to sing with you today, because <laughs> I mean, it's always about just really making you always comfortable, make make our co-hosts comfortable. And I I never really knew this to where can actually sing. So it's quite a a good experience in my end. I feel like I I should take some lessons now.
1: Yes.
2: That's the first time I've actually tried to sing in that kind of way in probably uh, since high school.
1: Mm, so most
2: yeah. of it's just me humming around a campfire. <laughs> and you see,
1: voice so. doesn't uh, disappear.
2: But it's more like a muscle. You have to practice yeah, and practice
1: all yeah. the over So yeah.
0: maybe there's still hope for me. Maybe in twenty years I can sing a little bit more. Like uh, again, I don't have Phantom of the Opera. Uh, yes, voice uh,
1: everybody can sing, but it's just about how big is your passion. If you want to do it every day or you want to do it just sometimes.
0: So with my type of voice, what song would you recommend for me to practice so I can develop somehow or train my voice? Uh, with, uh, I you I say, it sounds like I'm a tenor, so. Probably something by Kraftwerk. <laughs> Who? How do you eat that? We are the robots. Nice. It's
2: not the accent. It's, minute it's minute. mostly instrumental music, so. Okay.
1: <laughs> Actually, when Thanks. I'm, um, I, I am the also, um, I'm having, I had already some singing students and uh, um, in Paris and um, think what I learned to everybody that we took time for educating the muscles and being conscious about the muscles and coordination because um, many people, if I say, um, I don't know how it's in uh, English, perineum, perineum, perineum. <laughs> I don't know how it's in English. Anyway, it's um, it's the muscle a lot of people even don't know about, and uh, and the diaphragma, you know, a lot of people may yeah I heard the name but diaphragm I, I know oh yeah but yeah. How, do you know how it's functioning how do, how does it move how to relax it how to move it you know there are there are a lot of things what is inside our body what we have to learn and. So I never do that like this. That I take a student and say, "Okay, hello, me, 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 me. never." So we we go one year almost just breathing, uh, finding, uh, uh, finding everything uh, out what's in our body, and then you see also if somebody is really interested about it, or it's just like, "Oh, I want to be sing to be famous, or I want to be sing to uh, have fun," but actually you cannot have fun if you don't have. Good technique.
0: I tell you, the only yeah. thing that I would like to <coughs> learn to sing or why I would like to learn how to sing, it's uh, my mom is really passionate about certain, especially older music. And I wanted to surprise her one day by singing her favorite song. Beethoven. You know. <laughs> 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 <No>. <laughs> yes. Uh, so that would be the only reason. But I mean, I, I never looked into being a singer. I actually never had this. I like to perform. I'm a performer. I really like to be on the spot, but never really singing. I love to sing. But I never really think that I will actually be able to sing. But a person like this, like me, would you be able to teach him or her something like that? Yes. Let's give it a shot. No, but for (laughs) you, uh,
1: with you, it's so easy. I had students who uh, I was playing a note and they were like, I don't know, I don't hear it. So even these people now, some years later, are singing very well. So, so everything is, is possible. You are singing for me like a uh, phantom of the opera. It's, uh, it's uh, easy.
0: Don't say that to me because then I'm going to go home and like, I can sing, I
1: can sing. Yeah, but well, you the, can. The
2: beginning technique that I remember is that you're supposed to stand relatively straight with your chest kind of up. Uh, and then you basically push your stomach out to exercise your diaphragm. And so that's how you're actually singing. And so it's going to feel like uh, if you've just gone for a run and then you're stretching, or when you wake up in the morning and you stretch, you're going to have that same stretching feeling, but here and where the diaphragm muscle is, where it connects to the lungs. That's how I was taught. I might be totally wrong, but. um,
1: Well, for me. And then there's this para, para, para
2: whatever that you call it. (laughs) (laughs) Pino grillo? Is that what you said? (laughs) The
0: pino grillo? Pinot mm. What is it? A lot,
1: lot of things what uh, what people say and for, for me it's really wrong that we sing with stomach.
0: Yes, I mean I heard that because when I sing yeah. whenever I try to sing it doesn't come from my stomach it comes more like from my lungs. And
1: you know actually For me it
2: comes from my heart. Oh No <laughs> no no. no no. no, no.
1: Oh, no, yes. It, uh, yes,
2: gay. Anyhow,
1: uh,
0: <laughs> game is happy, guys. Come on. Oh,
1: sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Very well, gay.
0: I'm very, yeah. very gay right now.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but no, from the stomach, I never heard. That. I mean, people always said, don't sing from your stomach, sing from your chest or your lungs. Or oh, whatever. you heard that? I heard that before. Oh,
1: I heard so many uh, times, you must sing from a stomach but actually there is no lungs in the stomach and no air can go to the stomach, but
0: it's <laughs> really? true. Really? Are you sure? <laughs> yeah,
1: but it's true that uh, if, I, if I speak in one minute the technique of uh, breathing, that your diaphragma is like this and when your lungs are here and when you breathe, breathe in the lungs will get bigger and they push diaphragma down and so the diaphragma pushes the inner organs down to the stomach so you have feeling that the stomach is getting bigger but you are not doing anything like like doing a stomach bigger so no, now it's I'm, a resu- result
0: now I know why I'm fat I've been probably singing my whole entire life everything has been moving <laughs> down but, yeah,
1: but it's um, this This is the easy uh, explanation, of course. It's Mm -hmm. a lot about it, but it's a result. It's not what you have to do. And with your muscles or force it or no.
0: I have a question for you, though. I followed you on Instagram. I'm a stalker. And (laughs) uh, I saw you were wearing a wedding gown yesterday. Did you get married? Yes you did no ah uh, you're yes. breaking you breaking people's hearts Wait, out there look at
1: that yes I did
0: uh, but uh, it's not a way you guys get married without rings so don't worry about uh, that no
1: no we so got already tell, divorced tell us all
0: about it why were you wearing a, a wedding gown last night uh, yesterday
1: it was geez very...
2: you even know the time yes
0: <laughs> no, <just> <laughs> well I'm, I mean, come on
1: I'm wearing it every night uh, you're to make an attraction law of attraction to bring my I had a girlfriend like
0: that too she, no never mind
1: really uh, <laughs> what the hell <laughs>
0: So tell us tell us. I mean, can you can you can you talk about it?
1: Yeah. Well, it was actually very great experience. I cannot say where where it will go, because this is a secret. But uh, we were filming a music video. So one of the songs, and um, and actually in this song, uh, my I was playing a spirit, a ghost.
2: Oh, that's was, kind of videos.
1: Yeah, who was waiting for his husband.
2: So was this a music video for your music? Yes. Okay.
1: Yes, for my new song. What What is not available right now, but will be soon. Let's say in uh, in one month. Well,
2: well can we ask the title? Exactly. Of the the song? To, uh,
1: um Yes, the title is Soulmate.
0: Soulmate. Okay. Yes. So, guys, you know, check it out. Tell us exactly where we can find that out, and talk to us about uh, your social media so people can follow you.
1: Yes. 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 Um you will know when it when it will it will uh, become um like uh, with a bigger media I hope oh, <laughs> so nice. I will not put it to the okay now it's available in YouTube because it's also I'm doing my first album and it's it's the main uh, song on this album
0: Brilliant brilliant so for uh, those people who are actually listening outside Estonia Let's make sure we check it out. Will I will update some information on our uh, social media so you guys can follow uh, the song and the album coming up.
1: Yes, yes.
2: Okay, so I guess we're gonna start wrapping up in a minute. One final question for you. Since we now know that you are not married, what is the <laughs> oddest thing that has ever happened or that you've heard or that maybe you've said or done on a first date? The weirdest thing. No limits.
1: Oh God. Um, yeah yeah I know well it was uh, kind of I was uh, I don't remember exactly what but I remember I was you know uh, meeting um a big opera tenor, like a uh, world famous. And you know, I was so hoping to uh, that uh, I already decided I'm going to marry with him. And then we met and uh, I put uh, like evening dress and he came in uh, like uh, jeans and like, I'm like, <laughs> oh, shit. oh my God, why I did this? And then everything I said, he said, I said like, oh, I love tea. He said, oh, I hate tea. Tea. I'm like, oh, oh, I would like to eat this uh, uh, salad. Oh, I hate salad. It's so disgusting. I was like, oh my god, everything I said it was wrong. I said, oh, I love singing. I'm singer also. I don't care. I hate singers. I'm like, oh. So it was disaster. And then I was like, oh my god, I know he's famous. He's so handsome. He's so nice. He's so great. Uh, It's not, but (laughs) I want to escape from this. And I was like, Oh, yeah, I have to go uh, home. Yeah, and I I hate home. Yeah, yeah, I think. Actually, and I I was saying also this thing, yeah, he was like, Okay, what you're singing? I said, Oh, yeah, we were just singing this project, you know, this opera. Oh, I saw it. This was such a crap. (laughs) 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 Such a horrible (laughs) singer, such a horrible uh, stage directing, everything is so horrible. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, home, home, I must go. Since, since he disagreed
2: with everything you said, he should have looked right at him and said, I like you a lot. <laughs> and <laughs> he would have said what he really thought about himself. And yeah. that's that's what you wrote Soulmate, yeah? Uh, oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Jason, so, but, real quickly, what's the what, same question to you? Oh, you know, my, my gosh.
0: I have a really terrible, terrible, terrible story about it. But really? I'm not sure if I can say it. Yeah. yeah. I had a... I feel really embarrassed to even say that. I went on a date, uh, I don't know, 20 years ago, perhaps more. And uh, the girl that I was on a date with sharted <laughs> in the car. You know, she tried to fart. I don't know. She very soft. And it was like the biggest stench of shit in my car. And I, I, it was our first date. And uh, it was our last date as well. Oh yes! You didn't go back for more? Mm, no. Yeah, I everybody mean, deserves a
2: second chance, man.
0: It, 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 it's funny because you know it was my first time. I never dated the Asians, and it was an Asian Three girl. Three
1: chance, maybe. Even. I know.
0: Forget about it. I mean, I, she. I don't know if she felt very comfortable or the food that we ate was really like too much for her. But uh, yeah, I mean, my car was stinky for like freaking weeks oh and weeks and weeks. And what and
1: did she do? I couldn't even imagine. She. To be at her
0: she place was very.
1: She
2: sharted. That's what she did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she was very calm and very polite, and I give her that, you know. And enough. Of course, I understand because, you know, we are human and it couldn't happen to anyone. However, she saw right away that I will never, ever call her again. Yeah. And uh, I never did. Thank God for that because then I met my wife right after, and you know, we got married and I moved to Estonia. But it was the most, ex- I would say the
1: oh my God. Yes. worst
0: experience I ever had in a, actually, not the worst, but very close to the worst experience I ever had on a date.
2: So, all she wanted to do was float an air biscuit and she
0: dropped a bomb. That's right. Sorry, okay. you
1: said almost. Yes. What do you mean by that? You had even read something worse. I
0: had another one who. Oh my God. I had another one who almost got. This is about, another shorter? Yes, no, almost. I had another one who was actually from uh, Salt Lake City, Utah, and uh, a Mormon. So, you know, I was dating a Mormon oh. at the time. It was like um. 25 years ago. And uh, she really wanted to see um, Niagara Falls. So uh, we lived in New York at the time. So we drove to Niagara Falls uh, with a bunch of friends. And uh, she decided to, you know, we wanted to go across the border. Well, I didn't know she had some things with the law. And she was not able to leave the country. And she had no passport or anything like that with her. And we got, kind of got pulled over at the the border. And basically she kind of blamed it on me saying that it was like my idea and almost got me arrested. (gasps) So that was like, you know, there was like... It was like our second or third date, but, you know, it was a group thing, but she it was her idea to go to, and I almost got arrested, and by that matter, also deported, because at that point, I wasn't yet an American citizen, so that was mm-hmm. the second, but I think the charter was numero uno, I think. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, this
1: is number two. Yeah, right? how about well, yours, I'll
2: quickly say, uh, yeah, I guess we got to wrap up. Uh, the weirdest thing that has ever been said to me on a first date was when a girl asked me out on a second date. Ba-doom-doom! <laughs> <laughs> Trinala, thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming today. It's been a pleasure, absolute pleasure meeting you and singing with you and giving yes. some singing tips. It has been a great,
0: great thing. Guys, make sure you check us out on the next episode. Something great is coming as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Lee, and Trin, for uh, visiting us today, being our co-host. I hope you had a great time. We oh, love you. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Amazing time.
0: Great. And we look forward to hearing your new single and also uh, to enjoy the album. Thank yes. you so much again. And thank you guys for joining us on the Estonian Experience with Stu and Jay. Until next time. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. Adios. Adios.
2: Adios. (laughs) I'm out of fucking water. What?